0: my We'll see where the Lord is going to take us. Hallelujah. How many just love the Word of God? Like it just takes you to a certain place. Really? You, can't, you can't explain it. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to the Word of God, and it's fresh. You know, there's a way just, sometimes it just hits the right problem. Amen. <laughs> and yeah. it just damages the right ignorance. Amen. And uh, it just catapults you into a higher realm of glory. A higher realm of glory. So we had a question and answer session in Chilenge yesterday, uh when I went last Sunday, which we did not finish. So tomorrow, we will not meet necessarily as uh, the church for prayers, but I'll be meeting uh, Chilenje so that I can finish up the question and answer session. I I started with them. So, um, Chilenje, please prepare yourselves for the same. Um, so that we have a conversation and then we are going to see where the Lord is going to take us as we have that uh, interaction. So we had an opportunity to study the book of Job yes. yeah. in which we were trying to dissect the silent hand of the realm of the spirit, and we began to observe how the realm of the spirit uh, begins to influence our lives. We had an opportunity to observe some of Job's comments. There are some things that Job said that were said out of innocence but when we began to study them according to the meetings that we attended which job did not have an opportunity to to attend Mm -hmm. we realized some of those things he said uh, he probably wouldn't have said them Mm -hmm. had he read the minutes of some of those meetings that we had an opportunity to read and then like the lord gives the lord takes blessed be his holy name mm-hmm. uh, these are some of the sentences that people love to say to soothe them- themselves and to ease themselves of the pain mm-hmm. that they're experiencing without necessarily studying what happened in the realm of the spirit um we also investigated the book of Romans, chapter 11, verse 29, wherein the scripture says the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. That is to mean that once God gives gifts, he does not take them away Mm. uh, because the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. Mm. And the context in which the context in which By the way, the context in which um, Paul was talking about that was the choosing of the Israelites, that God will not forsake them, because remember that the covenant was first with them. And Paul seems to constantly say this. He remembers that the Jews received the promise first, because in the book of Romans, chapter number one, verse 16, he says, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God to everyone who believes. Then it says to the Jew first and then to the Gentile He's mm-hmm. trying to show who had access to the gospel first. Mm-hmm. And when you read the Bible, the Bible teaches us that the gospel was first preached to Abraham and he believed it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then Abraham and his seeds. They received the gospel. In John chapter 8, Jesus says, Abraham was happy when he saw my day. Mm -hmm. So that includes everyone who came out of Abraham. There's a promise that they had. God was working with them. That's why the children of Israel were blessed. And that calling that they have from God, although they have not believed in his Christ, because John chapter 1, you know, verse 10 begins to tell you, he went to the world he created and the world did not know him. Verse 11 says, he went to his own and his own did not receive him. Mm -hmm. Then verse 12 tells us, for as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. But the scriptures before tell us that although the people who God had designed to receive salvation first did not receive him, Jesus still went to other people. But that does not mean that there were no particular people who were supposed to have received him first. And that means God still has them at heart. This is why In Romans chapter 11, Paul is basically saying, if there's a way that I could even forfeit my salvation so that the Jews could have it, I would be very happy. Because they are the ones who receive the message first, except they harden their hearts. Mm -hmm. And even the way that the Jews are blessed is phenomenal. Jews are blessed everywhere. You compete with a Jew, you are most likely to lose. Why? Because they are the seed of Abraham. Mm. They are naturally intelligent guys. When it comes to their businesses, they are good. When it comes to their warfare, they are excellent. And yet we look at where they stay. There are no serious natural resources, but there's a blessing that is upon them to just make them prosper. By now, they should have failed because of the amount of fighting that they have had. But there is a promise about them. They are descendants of Abraham, naturally. Us, we are descendants of Abraham by faith, because the Bible teaches in Galatians 3 that all of us who believe are children of Abraham by faith. So Abraham has two kinds of children, there are those who are connected to him through the faith of Jesus Christ, that is through faith in Jesus Christ, Jesus was a descendant of Abraham, and all of us who share in his blood through communion in his death and resurrection are therefore connected to him mm-hmm. and therefore to abraham mm-hmm. spiritually and that even makes a stronger connection amen, amen. are you following me Yes, Pastor. um so i'm just saying that to tell you that the gifts and callings of god are mm-hmm. irrevocable now We are looking at Job and how he believed that the Lord gives, the Lord takes. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. us who attended the meeting, actually saw who was taking, Mm -hmm. what God had given. Mm. Um, The other thing we noticed was the subtlety and the intelligence. We have sorted out the internet issue. What your friends normally do hmm, is they say, even yesterday, Pastor was having an internet issue. Let me buy him liquid so that he can preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. Ah, I'll buy I will not accept. I have talked about it. But I'm just teaching up. Mm. I remember in 2016, I... I used to flip pages of a book to teach. You know, I loved that book, that teachings. And everyone was enjoying the teachings, looking at me flipping each book. Then one girl said, you know what? I never like it when you have this book. I said, what? What's this girl's problem? Then she released the tab. That was the first tab I had in my life. <laughs> yeah. But Apa, if you send... Liquid. I'll refuse since I've already preached about it. I'll get for myself. I was hoping I don't say someone is Now they're just saying ah let's be let's wait patiently for pastor to, re- <laughs> to reconnect so that we enjoy the wait. Amazing sheep, <laughs> amazing sheep with eight pastors. So, um, when we study the Bible. <laughs> When we study the Bible and 14 deacons. So when we study the Bible, it's
1: <laughs> an army of deacons. <laughs> without guns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, zigrados Let's go. Mm-hmm. My normal members are feeling nice. <laughs> like they, it's not their weeds. <laughs> not their weeds. It's for the Zikons and the pastors. <laughs> the pastors
1: you are a comedian.
0: <laughs> a comedian. Yeah, it's, this is going in the podcast. Okay, listen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So the next thing that we, we began to observe as well from the scriptures was how Job was, was just the subtlety of the enemy, how he operates, we began to observe that. could um, my guilty comments We began to observe that Satan doesn't like to leave a signature. Okay. Mm. was here, twenty ten. They were artists. Too. G-Fresh was Deacon Gabriel's uh, oh nickname, oh that's why Pastor One is feeling uh, patronized. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a nickname, uh, that's a name, that's a name, that's a name and I gave myself, mm, mm, this cool. person has even brought the ear close to the <laughs> Wanting to hear what Pastor's nickname was in Yes, <laughs> So, hey, that was Deacon Gabriel G Fresh. <laughs> Don't tell him I said <laughs> So, yeah, hey, G Fresh was here. <laughs> mm. So, Satan doesn't like that different situation. Mm-hmm. He won't put his name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine the kind of damage has caused some mm-hmm. of you in your lives. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't come yeah. to announce. Yeah. And I told you that one of Satan's greatest strengths is that you can't tell by looking. <laughs> 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 you can't tell by looking. You have to, there are particular tests That help, you know, there's a litmus test. Mm -hmm. So we looked at natural causes that were happening. Mm -hmm. We began to listen to certain sentences that were being made. And as long as they were contrary to the word of God and to goodness, Mm -hmm. then we realized the presence of Satan was there. So the presence of Satan may not necessarily be seen it must be discerned the same way that the presence of god may not be seen but an individual may need to discern it to know the presence of god right so there's there are ways that help us know the workings of god and the workings of the enemy we looked at job's wife right and how that after we studied the word curse, that began being used from chapter one, where Satan says he will curse you to your face if you do this. In chapter two, he said, he will curse you if you do this. And then we later on realize in the same chapter two that his wife said, curse God and die. Then we question, we say, okay this sentence is not coming for the first time mm-hmm. so it's not possible that it was a construct of job's wife mm-hmm. somebody was advising her mm-hmm. on what to tell the husband mm-hmm. but thank goodness the husband was able to say ah you sound like one of those street women yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. sound like one of those street women uh, it was basically saying get behind me mm-hmm. and then we went over to the new testament how Jesus was able to design the workings of the enemy mm. and he said get behind me or we were saying uh, we, 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 used, we started using the KJV enemy, yeah. which says get <laughs> the hands <hence." laughs> so if someone is misbehaving say yes. get the hands your boyfriend is telling you no this can't be done we just have to sit here this is where we belong yeah. uh, to a place where we don't have uh one day and you know that this is uh the work of the enemy you say get the and i told you sometimes in your house you find your you have made the mistake quite alright all but the level of anger that has been unleashed is like killing a butterfly with a with a bazooka mm-hmm. It is designed to cause frustration, discouragement, a sense of low self-esteem and worthlessness. When that happens, you just say to yourself, in your heart, since those are your parents, you say, mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They say, What did you say? You say, How are you? But in your heart, you know what you have said. And don't worry, Satan would have heard. You say, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say it. Uh-huh. So that's how Satan works. It doesn't like showing up. So basically we're saying um, there's a way that the realm of the spirit operates and it shows up in the physical realm. Now, I want us to observe one last thing in the book of Job. Um, uh, primarily Job... Chapter. Uh, chapter 42. I'll, I'll skip through some stuff. There's some things that there's some things that I like about the book of Job. review some. Let me read this portion. Job chapter 42. This is after uh God had spoken to Job. And then Job is, being, is beginning to repent. I want you to observe something very interesting. The Bible says, Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. You ask, who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand. Are you seeing that? Yes. Some of the things he began to say, ah, I just didn't understand. I shouldn't have said them. Mm-hmm. Right. I spoke of two things too deep for me, which I did not know. Listen, please, let me speak. You said I will question you and you shall answer me. I love verse 5. Verse 5 is so powerful. Job says, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I ab- abhor myself. In other words, I hate myself and repent in dust and ashes. Look at verse Mm 5. It says, I I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear. But now my eyes see, my eye sees you. Therefore, I hate myself for some of the things I said. means, And I repent in dust and ashes. There's something I want you to notice there. This is so powerful. Job is saying, I've heard of you through testimonies, through what people preach. Mm-hmm. He says, but now I have seen you with my eyes. Mm-hmm. And after seeing you, I repent. Mm. There is a level of repentance which can only come after people see certain things. There are certain things that people must see in their lives. When people really... Because God literally just distinguishes himself and shows Job his judgment, his greatness, and his goodness. And Job says, I heard of you. Mm -hmm. When he heard of him, he didn't repent. But after he sees certain things, he begins to repent. There's a level of the goodness of God. The Bible says the goodness of God leads men to repentance. In other words, some of you, there's a level of goodness that you are going to see. That is going to make you repent. Amen. That's in Romans chapter 2 verse 4. It says, the goodness of God leads men to repentance. The goodness of God leads men to repentance. It's not, this is why when we are preaching, you see the correct message, pastors, the correct message of the goodness of God will make people love God and repent from their sins. Amen. Many times people feel like they have to preach judgment for people to change. People will change through judgment, but what will motivate their change is fear. But when people are taught, because you see, as a normal human sinner, you are already aware of the judgment of God. You walk with it in your, in your mind. But when you begin to realize the goodness of what the Bible says, the goodness of God leads, that goodness, when it is preached to people, it makes people say, ah, this is how good God is. Mm-hmm. They just want to change. Mm-hmm. There's a level of good, and I can, let me show you. Let's go to the book of Matthew. Um, uh, let me show you something. This will, uh, this will intrigue you. Look, actually. Luke chapter 5. Let's open our Bibles in the meantime to the book of Luke chapter 5. I want you to see something. Mm Mm-hmm. This is an amazing story. Let's read it. Verse 1 says, So it was, as a multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. Yeah, to put out a little from the land. Mm -hmm. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let your nets for a catch. Mm -hmm. But Simon answered and said to him, we have tailed all night, master, we've got nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish. And their net was breaking. Hmm. This is an overflow catch. Amen. A net breaking catch. So they signaled their partners. In other words, they even called their competitors to come join. (laughs) You see, in a season of of, of overflow, (laughs) your competitors become your partners. Because there's just too much you can't handle the blessing. (laughs) Are beginning to. This is the goodness of people. You know, sometimes it feels like the blessing is so little that you need it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And even if you are thanking God, you are feeling guilty because <laughs> you stand some people. But there's a level where you say, this is too much business. And I know I don't have the capacity. I've called many people to come and help. Mm-hmm. But let me call my other friends in the same field. People you even know, these are my competitors. You start giving them business. Because way. you become a distribution that point. Is my word. That is my word. This is... This is an overflow word. Amen. So they signaled they signaled their pastors in the other boat to come help them, and they came and filled both boats. Now, the first level, look at this. The first level was a net breaking catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the next level was a boat sinking. So in a in a season of overflow, first your net is filled. Mm-hmm but then your boat begins to sink Amen. not because of an attack from the demon mm-hmm. but because of the blessing it's so huge it's a good measure it's pressed down it's shaken together it's running over Amen. it's running over and i decree and declare as you listen to this word with excitement Amen. that you are beginning to receive a net breaking catch Amen. a Amen. boat filling catch i don't know what you need but we decree and declare that it will not be a normal catch. It will not be one of those blessings that you experience. It is going to be net breaking. It is going to be boat sinking. Somebody shout, I receive it in the name of Jesus. I release a, I release a net breaking catch. Where even the bank call you, they say. Where is the money coming from? Where is the money coming from? I release that blessing into your life in the mighty name of Jesus, and let it begin happening quickly. The Lord satisfies you early in the name of Jesus. All right, you testify. Amen. I said you will testify. Amen. My word. Look at this. They caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled not just their boat, but the other, both boats, so that they began to sink. Meditate on that scripture. And what caused this was a word of the Lord. Where a word is given, manifestation is inevitable. Write that down. Where a word is given, manifestation is inevitable. Amen. Verse 8. When Simon Peter, look at this. I want you to mark the words. Remember where we are coming from. The Bible says, when Simon Peter not heard it, when Simon Peter saw it, He fell down at at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me, I'm a sinful man, O Lord. Meaning there's a level of repentance which came after he saw the goodness of God. Remember, Job was saying, I've heard you by the hearing of the ear, but I have seen you with my eyes, and therefore I repent. He was saying, after what I've seen, I repent. After he saw the goodness of God, after Job saw God, he decided to repent. In the same way, after after Job saw God, he decided to repent. Now, imagine, imagine this is a guy who probably thinks it's just fine. And he doesn't mind hanging out with Jesus. But guys, there's a certain level of prosperity now, there are people who are prosperous mm-hmm. and they are proud mm-hmm. because they're saying, I have, I have prospered. You know what? Mm-hmm. That In that prosperity, they never saw God. They saw the works of their hands. Mm-hmm. There's a level of God where his blessing manifests in the works of your hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in an overflow season, it's beyond that. When even the richest man He can become so rich that he's afraid. He says, "Mm -mm. me, I'm a wicked man. I don't deserve this. When it is the goodness of God which is causing that prosperity, there is a fear, a repentance. It begins to inspire. And when you begin seeing it, that this is not just the works of my hand, it is the grace of God, you begin to tremble and you begin to fear. Amen. 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 Let's conclude this thing. This was just a a by the way. But I know the Lord has ministered to you greatly Mm, with this. Now, the Bible goes on to tell us. He says in verse 5, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I abhor myself and repent dust and ashes. I pray for all of you that there is a level of goodness you are going to see this year. In your health, in your academics, may you see the goodness of God in everything that you do, in the favor you receive with both man and God, in your finances, in your relationship with God. There is a level of goodness you are going to see. You thought you repented. Wait. Wait. (laughs) You thought you... Then you realize... You see, look at Peter. He now realizes, I'm a, I'm a weak man. I'm bad. <laughs> I am bad, Lord. I am a bad man. <laughs> I have not thanked you enough. It may not even be that you are a sinner. You just realize, I, you know, I don't deserve this. You will see the goodness of God Amen. in the name of Jesus. Now, look at this. And so it was after the Lord had spoken these words to Job, that the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is against you, is ar- aroused against you and your two friends. For you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. Now, therefore, take for yourselves seven bulls and seven rams. Seven bulls and seven rams. Go to my servant job and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering. And my servant job shall pray for you, for our acceptance. One time I I told people that there are times when it is not a prayer that God answers, but a person. Mm -hmm. Because if it was just prayer that God answers, And imagine how many prayers in these streets would have changed people's lives. Mm -hmm. So there are times when it is not a person, a prayer God is answering, but it is a person. Can you imagine? He says, go to my servant Job and he will pray for you. Take sacrifices there. Job will offer them and pray for you. Even after Aaron had sinned and Miriam had sinned against God, they didn't pray for themselves. It was Moses who began to plead for them. This is why there is a place for intercession. There are time, intercession is in levels. There's an important intercession that, you know, those who have authority over you can give. Then there are those who also seem to have a certain relationship with God because of how they have labored for him or because could be many reasons. When they pray for you, it seems to work. It's like God's ear is just on their mouth. Can you imagine there's this woman called Hannah, very sincere. She's been even telling her husband, give me a child or I die. (laughs) The woman is saying, look, the man is saying, look, what do you want me to do? Am I not much more worth than 10 sons to you? And she's going to the temple and nothing is happening. And this man of God comes to her when she's praying one of her prayer days. So why are you looking drunk praying like this? Then the woman says, I'm not drunk. I've been wanting a child. And the prophet said, oops, I thought you were, you was drunk, girl. Come back next year, you're going to have a baby. Just like that. And she had a baby. But these whole years when she was praying for a baby, mm, yet this man just says, ah, I'm sorry. I thought you are one of those street women. Don't worry, come next year. That was the prayer. And God remembered her. And she had prophet Samuel if that was even a prayer or a conversation, (laughs) but God answered the conversation of the man of God. Isn't that beautiful? That's why we should pray for one another. That's why we should, you know, always remember the blessing that is spoken over us by your man of God. It's very important. And so it was after the Lord had spoken these words, he said that to those guys. And my servant, Job, shall pray for you. I will accept him lest I deal with you according to your foolishness because you didn't speak the correct thing against me. So those two guys went and did as the Lord commanded them for the Lord had accepted Job and the Lord restored restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Now, here's the thing. God, the Bible tells us, he restored Job's losses When he prayed for his friends. Mm -hmm. That is to mean when he also offered the sacrifices. Because if you read the Bible, they were not, they were, they were told to to take up the, the sacrifices and seek a prayer from Job. So although they were going to offer the sacrifices, the prayer that was to come up, to finish up, was supposed to come from from Job. In other words, Job is the one who did the priestly work of the prayers here, right? Yes. And after Job, here's also another important thing. When Job prayed for his friends, remember they almost made him say the wrong thing against God. Mm -hmm. So he also needed to forgive them. So after Job forgave all those who offended him, then the Lord. Are you seeing that? It's not a mistake. The Bible says, and the Lord afterwards The Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Mm. So God did not restore Job's losses because he told him there was a devil. I'm so sorry for what you've gone through, but you were not wise. It was not sufficient. Mm. Job had to let go of the offense of almost, even his wife He had to forgive her. Mm. After that, then God... So there's a level of prosperity which is also attached to your forgiveness. Because that lack of forgiveness could have still given the enemy a reason to insist that the same case should remain on job because these guys refused to forgive. That would have been a foothold. (laughs) This is why James 5.16 says, Pray for one another that you may be healed. Confess your sins one to the other and pray for one another that you may be healed. That means there's there's a certain claim that a sickness can have against someone's life, saying, "Uh uh-uh, but you have not forgiven, when? And there's a certain level of lack of progress, especially in the lives of believers, because Satan wants to frustrate them. But what the Bible is telling us is when Job prayed for his friends. The Lord restored him. It is not the conversation that restored Job. It was not the revelation of the fact that there was a devil behind that restored Job. It was not even the instruction to give the offering. It was not, it was after Job prayed for his friends. I'm sure the wife was part of the WhatsApp group. When he forgave them, look at that, verse 10. The Bible says, and the Lord restored Job's losses. It doesn't just put a full stop. It says, when he prayed for his friends, that means restoration. That means praying for his friends was a condition precedent to restoration. Some of you hide in this. I've forgiven him. I just want one to relate with him. You hide in that kind of stuff to, to, to sugarcoat your bitterness. Yeah. but how you know that you feel it's okay to stay away from a person that you feel you cannot trust anymore but when you think about the person how do you feel or when you meet them how bad it's all when you meet them if you if they are just like you are just like two zambians that's fine if you meet them and you say hi how are you but you know the relationship is not in depth But not when you meet them and you feel (laughs) jolly juice in the mouth. (laughs) man, ripe mangoes (laughs) in the mouth. You feel it in the heart. And you say, I forget them. I just don't want to be close to them. No, you didn't. And I'll tell you, forgiveness is divine. They say to is human, to forgive is divine. Yes, it is divine. It takes a lot to forgive. And one of the ways you forgive you see some of you need to, you like this let me let me call it it's it's you are trying to express your faith but you end up coming out fake mm-hmm. sometimes because faith is based on the word of god but you're just saying i'm fine i'm fine by the grace mm-hmm. that's not faith. there should be a scripture strengthen you for you to be faithful Sometimes you need to have honest conversations with God. I'm showing you how to heal from offense. Yes. Yes, you say, and you say, Lord, I really don't like how that man treated me in public. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. But I choose to forgive him in Jesus' name. The same mm-hmm. way you cast out demons in Jesus' name, is the same way you forgive in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Because the power to cast out demons is in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only power there. Mm-hmm. There's also power to make you forgive. It's power to make you get over your ex. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, I get over you. You're joking with me. <laughs> it's not by power nor by might. I'll get over you. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. He needs to know. Hey, grandos. Mm-hmm. Ladies, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Ladies, uh, what's this yogi? Yeah, no, no, no. ah, yes, it's going baby. to be fire. Fire. So use the name of Jesus to forgive. Learn to have honest conversations with God about how you feel and then leave it on his feet and receive. The Bible says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's exchange. Mm-hmm. All right? Yes, yes. Now, I want you to look at this. There are some people who are not there, but the Bible begins to say this. This is the final part and we'll be closing. The Bible says, Then all his brothers and all his sisters and all those who had been his acquaintances before came to him. Where were they? Mm -hmm. Someone said, when I was in trouble, you left me. You only know your friends when you're in trouble. Do you know what chased them? (laughs) (laughs) Because the Bible says, Satan was on Job's case. So even all his brothers and his friends leaving him was not just because people live during tough times. Sometimes it's an attack. Mm. You only know your friends. Relax. Mm. You do not fight against flesh and blood. You even hurt everyone now you are paranoid. Every person who comes back when you are doing fine, they left when I didn't have nothing. <laughs> So instead of dealing with the devil, you now hate everyone who left you. Now Job, you were scratching everywhere. Bad luck was happening around you. You wanted people to hang out. You remain with your wife. That's just how people are. But sometimes there could be powers fighting a person. Now, in the same way, many of these people, when God began to speak to Job, they were not there. Mm-hmm. They just heard that bad things are happening to Job. And I'm sure some of them were saying, hey, I'm sure I guessed good. No me. I just saw the way he began to prosper I knew He touched something that man Mm -hmm. It ends in tears. Let's and whoever and who the one was inspiring that conversation among them (laughs) Was demons Let's stay away from that man. Me had always had a feeling There's no way man can have all those sheep all those gods all those children. Hey Hey, I knew it. No watch this is what happens. They even started teaching their children. You need to trust in God. <laughs> okay. Okay. So who did Job trust in? Yeah. Right. But then look at this. After God blessed Job, how did the blessing manifest? As we have attended a meeting where God is correcting Job's friends and is beginning to rest- is blessing Job to restore him. Mm-hmm. But these guys who began to surround him, look at this, because the Bible says, all his brothers, all his sisters, and all those who had been his acquaintances before, that means they left him, came to him and ate food in his house. In house, That means they just felt like, that, that Saturday, they just felt like, I need to go visit Job today. Now, they don't know that there was a blessing which was pulling them towards Job. And suddenly we just find a lot of people around Job coming to get advice, coming to do business with him. And they, they, they are sympathizing with him. We are sorry we heard what happened. I can't explain it, but when I heard, I just felt like I couldn't come. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. As there's a meeting we attended where God commanded a blessing back on Job. And that blessing, that means there's a certain level of being surrounded which you may not see that it is God working, but it was because God is restoring you. Amen. And there are things that help you see that you're being restored. Amen. Now look at some extra stuff began to happen. The Bible says, uh, this is powerful. Mm-hmm. Then all his brothers and sisters and all those who had been his acquaintances before came to came to him and ate food with him in the house. And they consoled him and comforted him for all the adversity that the Lord had brought upon him. Each one gave him, this is a blessing, each one gave him a piece of silver and a ring of gold. They just wanted to give him. I decree and declare you look like an account where people must put money. It's a blessing. That means sometimes you can tell debt is a curse. Yeah. You're just in debt. You're just, and I'm not saying you can you cannot, you know, you cannot get you cannot get in Congolia. There are times like that. But then you find that some families, the father is in debt, the mother is in debt. Yeah. Even you just feel like, ah, oh, even me, I need to get take a fund some to do something. Then you do nothing then you have been now you are running away you don't even post statuses nowadays it's a spirit which makes you slaves reject it tonight amen never again you will i decree and declare you will lend to many but you will not borrow amen. those days of borrowing i command them to remain in 2022 amen. i open new doors for you to own amen.
1: those those
0: sensible things that god put in your mind are the ones that are going to begin happening. Not what the devil is thinking, no. And you are going to be like an offering basket where people just want to put. And when they put, they say, ah, you know when I gave you? I just turned this side and good things happen. Not, you know, there are people when you give, (laughs) then you bump yourself, then you just say, ah. In fact, I was just joking, bring back. (laughs) (laughs) That will not be you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. Then the Bible begins to notice the blessings he had. He had sheep, camels in number. Then he had seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of the firstborn Jemima. And the name of the second Keziah. And the name of the third Karen Hapuch. In all the land were found no women so beautiful as the daughters of Job. Amen. And their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. And Job lived 140 years and saw his children and grandchildren for generations. So Job died old and full of days. Amen. (laughs) What a happy... This is how God writes stories. A happy ending yeah. i decree and declare there will be a happy ending for you amen that's the way god writes stories not amen. what you are thinking or what you are dreaming amen. i dry it amen. i decree and declare there will be a happy ending for you you'll be full of days that is what he said amen. of that is what he said of uh, uh uh that is what he said of 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 uh, abraham the Bible says he died an old man, happy, full of age, full of days. Then you know that that's a blessing. So when you are thinking life and you are thinking, I may die anytime, know that there is a spirit, mm-hmm. there is a script. Mm-hmm. God's idea, just to my sickness, is apa umara, impumile karipa, Apa Apa No. No you' afraid no 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 God writes good endings and that will be your testimony amen. in the name of Jesus. Yes. I want us to just take a few minutes and we are going to speak into a net breaking boat sinking blessing yes. today amen ah, you are going to make those declarations amen. because of the goodness of God in this season of the overflow in this year of the overflow over yourself over your husband, your wife, yes. over your children. Yes. We are going to decree and declare. It's a blessing of God for you to have so much material. There's no to put it. Amen. Hallelujah. I want so you to amazing. be serious. Stand and begin to declare a net-breaking and boat sinking blessing. No one can pray for you like you, my friend. So that's your business. Yes. Open your mouth and mute yourself.